taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. Juno. It's your boy Fake O'Rain, real name Matty Play, all games, all gimmicks. There you go. Uh, it's the Fake Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, for related, along with any of the goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, proof of concept, studios. What is up, my friend? Long time no see on the podcast. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a while since, uh, since, yeah, since making, you subbed in Fake O'Rain. Yeah, I'm making my glorious return. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, epic or gnarly. I'm trying to bring back some of the uh, two thousand terms, mid two thousands. No, yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 just leave those. Just leave those in two thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dude. I, I hold okay. on. You said uh, the the concept studio, the something studio. What would proof it of concept studios is what we're calling uh, this this space. Have we explained this? Why is it called proof of concept? Uh, I don't know if we have. Maybe I did. I don't know. Maybe I touched on it. I don't know. Um, the the major reason is because uh, a very uh, very interesting experience, uh, which you are actually a part of, uh, I had a few months ago, um, and it really taught me the lesson of uh, in order to um, in order to get people to believe in the thing that you're doing or buy into the thing you're doing, you have to actually prove that you can do it. <laughs> um, and so it's the mindset okay. that, you know, instead of just, you know, kind of talking about things, you have to prove to people that you could do th- things. Um, and, and that sort of idea is called proof of concept, right? You say, Hey, here's the thing that I'm going to do. And then you do the thing and people are like, Oh yeah, you can do the thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's why this is called proof of concept studios. Uh, went through a very you traumatic event a few months ago and, and that's what led to, uh, to the, to the, to the name of uh, proof of concept. I like it. I yeah. like it because when I asked you what the uh, Harf Studio was, you couldn't really tell me why it was called the Harf Studio. No, At least we, this one's got a spit, story. We spit straight fire, man. That's why it was called the Hearth. You know, <laughs> I spit hot fire. You know, as uh, as, as our good friend Dylan would say from uh, Chappelle Show. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, so you know, w- without any sort of delay, man, let, let's get into this week, next week, man. I got I got some things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, first things first. Every now and then, right? We 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 get um you know, kind of like a, either a trailer or, you know, something that, uh, something that just catches your eye and you're just like, Hmm, what the fuck is that? Right. Uh, so therefore I will give exhibit a, okay. We're, we're going to check this out. I'm just going to play this and, and you tell me what you think. I want to get married. I want to have babies before I'm like 26. Do you have health insurance? Welcome to the strangest blind date ever. Hey, how you doing? Damn, how you doing? doing? (laughs) Could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone? What is your ideal woman? Personality for me is everything. Ass first, personality second. You're the best looking devil I've ever seen. This is really weird right now. (laughs) Would you count this as a weird experience for you? Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so I like your fin. So what if I pick you and I'm not what you expect underneath? Oh my God! I've kissed this girl and I don't know what she looks like. I'm literally just like in love with the moment. Pull. Oh! 
down. This is gonna be really tough for me. I can't choose both of you. I've made my decision. My sexy beast is... There's interspecies relationships happening on my grounds. I won't stand for it. Uh, based yeah. on that comment alone, that guy needs to get whatever date he's trying to get. Because that's fucking funny. He's fucking hilarious. Um, I came across that. Uh, and I didn't know what the fuck to make of it. I, I had thoughts, you know. Uh, so first I'll get your thoughts uh, b- before I share my... For those who couldn't see, it was basically people dressed up in fucking head-to-toe costumes. Uh, although I guess you can't really say head-to-toe costumes. It was just really their face that was obscured by, yeah. um, you know, by, by some sort of costume. Uh, and they look wild as hell, so they couldn't tell what each other looked like before interacting with each other. Uh, what were your thoughts on Sexy Beast? Yes. I mean, look, I'm excited for it because I feel like this is going to be something that's just hilarious to watch uh, based on a trailer. At least there's two sides of the spectrum. I'm on with this one because I did see this initially when uh, they dropped it. At first, I was like, oh, nice. Like we get to see how furries date. But apparently that's like not a thing. Ah, furries. It's like a subculture. You never heard uh, of furries? No. People who dress up as furries. animals, like legit dress up as animals. <laughs> no, you know, I would believe the concept exists, but I just didn't know what I don't, I, I never heard of the term. Yeah, yet. they're called furries, man. They're Fair cool enough. peoples. I know a couple of them. Fair enough. I, I'm not one of them. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> that's not like... what this is. <laughs> no. I mean, I've been called a bear at the gay pride parade, but you know, like that's. A yeah, it's because you're extremely hairy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm an Eastern <laughs> European male. I could probably be on this show and not have to get really dressed up. But uh, <laughs> so just like Addy, just grow your beard out. That's all you got to do. No, no, exactly. No, no Maybe just some light eyeliner. But aside from that, you <laughs> just a little eyeliner. Yeah. But now, uh, mm-hmm. on two ends of this, I am actually really excited for because I think it looks pretty neat. Uh, it's way better than what like the Mass Singer was supposed to be, which I mm. never watch an episode of. Yeah. Um, which, though, I did find it funny uh, when uh, AB was one of the uh, characters, and I thought that was hilarious how he had time to do that, but not before the <laughs> training camp. But that's a whole other story. That's just AB and his, you know, doing his AB thing. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like, I do like this. It seems like a pretty cool concept. Uh, you know, you kind of get to see the reality of a quote unquote blind date because it's actually legit blind date. You don't really get to see their faces. Yeah. My only caveat with it is, is like, they're they're saying based off of personality i can see by every single one of those maybe with the exception of the beaver i couldn't tell if he's like a big guy or if he's just buff but like everybody like like you even saw the one guy like the girl approaches he's like damn like yeah like she's wearing a skin tight she's curvy she looks great like yeah everybody looks like a nice thin supermodel that's that's why i had to kind of cry foul a little bit it's not really a blind date i mean the body's like half the physical (laughs) attraction right your face is it counts for a lot but the body is also what counts for some physical attraction. So if it was a true blind date, then you literally just wouldn't see the, or they would wear some right. sort of like suit that would obscure their actual body as well, because that can sway you as well. Sometimes people are just like, I really don't care about the face too much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's more about the body, you know? Um, and, and that can go in either direction, you know, um, the people like, you know, people on the thinner side, some people like people on the thicker side, you know, uh, it all, it all depends. Um, so that's why I'm like, ah, this isn't really the true shit, but you know, it's wild as hell. Uh, usually I would say I'm here for it, but 
not really. It, lo- it looks kind of stupid if I'm <laughs> being perfectly fucking honest. It looks kind of Bro, dumb. this is going to be a show that everybody's going to be talking about. I guarantee yeah, it, you it, def- it most definitely is like a water cooler thing, but for like uh, two weeks and then the novelty is going to wear off, I would have to oh, assume. Of course. Yeah. Um, and they, they better be doing it week by week because if they do it like all at once, literally before people even watch it they've already forgotten about it so uh so so yeah uh that was sexy beast um look uh, i i don't know how much you've heard about this but i did want to touch on it real quick just because it was it's probably the best thing that i've seen in i don't know ever since i've started paying attention to politics this is the most satisfying thing i've fucking seen it's so Oh, it's so glorious. I didn't I didn't pull any of the clips, uh, but if they're out there, clearly, you know, if you want to go search them. But this whole Steven Crowder, Sam Cedar thing. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. The gods descended it's... from heaven and gave us such a gift. Oh, it's it beautiful. is so delicious with its hypocrisy, its irony. Oh, just in, in, in all in beautiful harmony, all just coming together and just one just fantastic events. Uh, for those who don't know what the fuck uh, I'm talking about, that's fine. I'm not really going to explain fully what I'm talking about. Those people who are in the know. Oh, you know what I mean? I just uh, it, 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 so satisfying. Just so satisfying. The, the debate bro that doesn't want to debate. Oh, man. He's uh, Steven Crowder, douchebag extraordinaire. Uh, all he wants to do is go to college campuses. And what's always disturbed me about when he goes to these college campuses is that he only brings one mic. So it's just like, dude, you, you're that much of a coward where you can't give somebody their own mic. <laughs> like that's just, you know, th- th- come on. Like you're already going to go debate college kids who you for sure know that like they don't really know that much. They're literally at college. They're there to learn. <laughs> um, and and you're debating them. And then when you get somebody who's very seasoned in uh, Sam Cedar, uh, who's all about the shits when it comes to debate, you are nowhere to be found. Um, and just from the opening bell to the end, to the final bell, that whole clip of him cowering from the debate with Sam Cedar on, on the uh, H3H3, uh, uh, or it's supposed to be uh, Steven Crowder versus uh, uh, Ethan from uh, H3H3. Uh, and then uh, St- uh Ethan decided, uh, you know what? I'd get crushed because I, I'm not really a fucking debater. Uh, so let me get Sam on here since I know Crowder has been ducking him. And it was even made more delicious when you find out that Crowder was literally paying attention to Sam's show to make sure that they were going on air so that he could proceed with. Uh, um, sorry, my dog's coughing up a hairball. Um, uh, uh when it, that he could proceed with going on with the debate with with Ethan so that this very scenario wouldn't happen. <sighs> I can't tell you how satisfying this is. Like it's like there is nothing that he can do that will help him live this down. Nothing he can do. The only thing he could possibly do, Crowder, uh, I'm speaking of, is possibly debate Sam. And it, there's just, but and what's a mystery to me is that there's no way that him losing in a debate would ever amount to this much. Like, it, like it, he might as well debate him because it, it wouldn't look even remotely as cowardly or there's nothing, he couldn't get embarrassed enough as much as he's embarrassed himself by not debating him. He might as well fucking debate him. Um, so that's the only thing that can save him if he did debate him and if he didn't get crushed, because that's what everybody's like expecting now, right? Is, um, Oh, for Sam to get in there and just crush him with every point, but he's not. It's it, there's nothing that's no point that Sam Cedar could make that could 
embarrass Crowder as much as him fucking hiding from the debate. There's just nothing. So I don't understand. I don't understand the logic behind it. I don't, I don't, I don't fully get it, but oh my God, I just, oh, just oh, chef's kiss. Uh, it, it's just, it was beautiful. No, it's, it's, it, it is the most beautiful and satisfying thing to see because anybody who's ever watched an episode just there to sit through yeah. the shit that they spew on there. I mean, it is, yeah. it's just the fucking worst. And to see him just cower like a oh. fucking petulant little child that he is, oh. a little racist ass. Like, oh. and, and like, and like, he brought on the guys from H3H2, which like, I've seen some of their stuff. They're not debaters. It's like no. a very relaxed, laid again, back, like conversation type. Like, but which again, is that, like, if you're known I, as the debate bro, like, but that's why he brought him on. That's why he brought him on. Oh, well, of course, that's why he yeah. wanted to debate him because he knew that like, he was like, he was like, oh, this is going to be a layup. Like, no shit. The guy doesn't do debates. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he was like, well, if you know, if, if, you, if you've if you just, you know, paid attention to me, you, you see that I don't, you know, I, I haven't gone to any of these events. I don't go to Politicon or I was like, yeah, no shit. Meaning that you don't like to act debating actual people who fucking know their shit. You, you just oh, like to yeah, go into college mean, campuses for your fucking clickbait uh, fucking, you know, uh, clips that you throw up on you know, YouTube. Because you know, he was, he was supposed to debate him. Yeah, at at, yeah, and his you know, father pulled him back on it. That's that's what the that's where the word is. Uh, th- there's I don't know. I, I, I there's been some talk of Politicon. Sometimes like they say they got somebody when really they don't. Um, so I, I kind of take that with a grain of salt. I have no doubts that they uh, Politicon probably wanted to set that up. Uh, but what might have happened is, is that they told Sam like, oh yeah, you know he was for sure in. And then once you know they actually asked him, and he was like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Then they were like, oh, he pulled out, but really he didn't really pull out so much as he just was like, I'm never, not going to donate in the first place. But uh, neither here nor there. Uh, either way, nothing, nothing in this world will rob us of that glorious fucking moment when he just, and then he just like filibusters, right? He doesn't let Sam Cedar talk at all. And then he starts saying some weird ass comments that I, I still don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. Velveteen rabbit eyes or some shit like that. Still don't know what the fuck he's oh, talking yeah. about. Uh, apparently, it might be some fucking racist shit. You know, uh, go figure, right? <laughs> that when you when all else fails, just go to some racist shit. <laughs> um, Dude, man, it's yeah. there's there's only a couple of satisfying clips really on the internet. On, no, there, there's a plethora of them. It's you no, know, no, no. Uh, what what, I, what I'm trying Bush, to say is, uh, uh, <laughs> well, yes, yes. What I'm trying to say is, uh, if if you are on the left side of the political spectrum, and there are certain right wingers that you really don't like, yeah. there's only a limited, a handful of clips on YouTube that are as satisfying as that one. Yeah, uh, that that might be got, it, like, dude. No, no, nah, nah, like uh, you know the Gun Girl, Caitlin Bennett. She yeah, does the same her, thing. She goes she, up to college campuses, and then she got and like you by, know <laughs> by like some of the by like kids. one of the guys who actually like knew what the fuck you know she was talking about, yeah. or uh, how like Tucker Carlson brought on that Dutch historian, mm. and he thought like you know this guy was like a capitalist and he was gonna like you know push the right wing agenda, and you know the interview never aired. But somebody leaked oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, that, where yeah. he's just like calling him out. But, and but even Tucker, even like, that oh, wasn't as satisfying as this. this no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this is like this top is the, of the this like. Is, this is yeah, the, like the, you can't the, get the better creme, than this. Creme de la creme, as as they as, as they say. But uh, but uh, yeah, I thought I I thought I. I'm talk I'm about pretty that for a few sure. Seconds. 
I'm pretty sure I had like two edibles right before <laughs> I watched that. Oh it yeah, so they great. kicked in at the right time, right? Right time, yeah. <laughs> oh man, ah, oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, I I will never get the, this. Will never leave my mind. It'll just like I'll wake up in the morning and be like, "Hey, remember when fucking crowd just ran from the debate like a little bitch? Like, remember that? Good times." You're like, gonna you be telling your kids that one day, and they're oh, just gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Like, this is this is literally one of those moments that's just like. Like twenty years from now, we'll still be like, "Yo, remember when fucking got Crowder got owned <laughs> off of a non-debate?" Um, I was I was yeah, just waiting was to, uh, to have him reach into his uh, gun holster and pull out a red tip, you know, pistol. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he'd he'd be uh, unless he can shoot through the internet. I don't think that was uh, <laughs> that would have been very well used. Uh, but but I mean, you you just see it, right? Like even, even with that, like it just it just goes to prove like how much of a like everything with or not everything, but like most things with right-wingers, it's just fucking smoke and mirrors. It's just, it's how Trump fools everybody. It's how, uh, it's how a, a lot of them fool their, um, uh, 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 constituents, uh, in, in terms of, you know, oh, you know, cause I'll, I'll never really understand. Anyways, I don't want to get too far into politics, but it's just like, it, it, it just, it, it exemplifies like what it actually fucking is. They'll do everything to project this power and machismo. And I'm, I'm a, you know, uh, fucking Jesse Lee Peterson was on there fucking making fun of him. Like Jesse, or, or what did he say? He said, um, Steven, Steven, I heard, I heard you didn't want to debate Sam. Man, beta. <laughs> oh my God. It was so great. It was so great. Um, and fucking Jesse Lee. And, and that's one thing you can say about Jesse, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, man. He's, uh, he's Jesse, you know, what else can you say about him? Uh, but, uh, but he's not afraid to talk to anybody at any time. That's the one thing you can say about him. He's, he does not cower from anybody. What he says may not make any fucking sense at all. And which is fine, man. you know, but he's at least not, <laughs> the man is in his seventies. He's got the Lord yeah. on his side. He'll yeah, just he, spew whatever he wants, man. Yeah, he, he doesn't make too much sense, but look, he's not afraid to talk to people. He, he, and somehow he has that over, over Crowder. Like how, imagine fucking that. Anyways, let's, let's, let's move on. Cause I, I can talk about that all day. It's, <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. Uh, and then I saw this other thing on, uh, uh, this other clip that I thought was pretty, pretty dope. So, uh, so yeah, let's take a look. It's like the perfect weight for the magnets so that it like releases right at the end if you twist your arm so you can actually throw it kind of like he does in the movies. There it is. Dude, I you know as cheesy as he might look at, at some of that, uh, I thought it was pretty dope, man. And, and apparently, he this is like he has this channel that does all this, um, um, 
uh like they, they he watches like marvel or he doesn't watch the movie on the on the show but he he takes stuff from the movies and like tries to like recreate them he's kind of like right. a, a marvel uh enthusiast bill nye uh is i guess how we can kind of describe this dude uh which is pretty dope man um and so apparently it's not that easy to create a shield that can actually bounce off of walls as uh, as captain america make uh makes look so so effortless um so, anyways, I thought I'd uh, thought I'd share that. That uh, is the most Captain America footage I've seen in my life. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you make no bones of it that you're you're not uh, not a Marvel uh, enthusiast, but uh, it's okay, Addy. It's okay. You 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 know we'll, we we won't blame you for your faults. Okay. We well, based on that, faults. I have to watch all of the movies now. So, I, I mean, I, I feel like that's the case. Um, <laughs> but uh but yeah dude uh so uh in other news um uh this week in theaters we're going to get uh F9 uh, which uh is going to come out uh this Friday uh and then next week we've got Zola coming out um which I'm I could care less about F9. I, I think I've gotten to the point where I don't need to watch the movies anymore. There there's there was a point in time right that you had to like or, or at least I felt like I had to like at least see how this story ends because I've been with it from the very beginning. I remember going to the theaters uh, back all the way back in like 2000, 2001 to go watch the first Fast and Furious movie um, with friends. And that was like my first time kind of going out on my own to the theater with friends uh, to, to, to go watch uh, to go watch a movie. Um, and uh, and, you know, following all the movies up until now. But now I've gotten to the point where yeah, I don't really give a shit. I, it's fine. I, I'll be fine with never seeing how the story ends. Mostly because I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like it's gotten whoa, whoa. so irrelevant. Uh, oh, come on. Don't tell you're, me you don't fucking watch Marvel movies and then tell me you're offended by not watching Fast and Furious movies. First of all, come on. how are uh, you just going to leave the family? <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I can't do it. You know, there's, there's a, there was a story this past week that Vin Diesel was like, he helped Paul Walker with some of his lines. And I was like, I could not have there could not be a more blatant lie in uh uh the, the only more blatant lie is that steven crowder likes to uh likes to debate people in an honest fashion that's the only <laughs> it's the only other lie that might be uh, uh somehow you know uh, bigger than than vin diesel talking about like are they the, making more fast and furious movies yeah there's like gonna a, be there's gonna be a, a very minimum one more main one and then there i think there's gonna be a bunch of offshoots they already have hobbs and shaw and i think they're gonna do a, a sequel to hobbs and shaw but then they have like an all women's fast and furious movie um uh, uh they're gonna have well, fast I'm on behalf sorry. of equality i'm gonna go ahead and check out the women's movies. no absolutely not that that will be it, it, it i imagine it'll I will be go catch the rona for that no absolutely not um uh look i imagine it'll be like uh the the all women uh ghostbusters that came out this thing that it's just like it there's terrible there's, i'm sorry you just it wasn't great i just i just terrible. i thought i i got lightheaded there for a second uh say that one more time <laughs> what did you what did you just it say? wasn't it wasn't <laughs> terrible. holy shit it wasn't good it wasn't yikes terrible. i it was exactly uh, what I expected it to be. A right. very average movie with like two laughs. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on before I passed out <laughs> pass out from being de- so delirious. Tokyo Drift. Um, <laughs> best Fast and Furious movie. No, absolutely not. Um I, personally I absolutely. think the the best Fast and Furious movie is either the first one or um F six. Th- those are the two best ones. Everything else can be. I, wa- I stopped watching after Paul Walker passed. 
Yeah, F6 was before he passed. <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> they all run together man <laughs> all right fair enough fair enough um uh but, but yeah. hold on and now han is back han is like uh, you know i've heard back, conflicting back? things i've heard oh it's his twin i've heard oh he actually is i don't know i don't nor do i oh, really man, care this is becoming soap opery like, yeah this is days uh, of what do you mean it's becoming soap in. opery what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, i haven't watched in a while <laughs> <laughs> even with the ones you have watched it, it's still soap opery <laughs> like uh um, fast five was uh, fast five was actually pretty decent i'm not gonna lie um fast and furious six like, like i said it was one of the better, best ones uh but even with all that it was still kind of soap opera it's been soap opera for honestly from the beginning you know uh uh but uh but they've really ratcheted up the the soap opera-ness of it uh with these last few films uh so yeah anyways uh, so that comes out i'm looking forward to zola uh apparently there's this like tweet thread back in like 2016 or 17 somewhere around there i think uh might even be an earlier than that um uh, about this woman who goes on this like crazy adventure and she tweet uh threaded or she thread tweeted I don't know if I'm using the quirk words there. Uh, the whole experience. Uh, she goes down to like, I think it was like Miami or some shit to, to go like strip or something like that with a woman she just met who's a stripper. I don't know. Crazy story. The trailer looks awesome. Um, it comes out next week. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, so uh, with all that being said, let's uh, let's kind of get into our main conversation here. Uh, you don't like the Marvel movies as you, as you you've clearly uh, uh, made very ab- abundantly clear. That, that is um, fake news. Apostrophus. I love them. Apostrophus. I love them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but uh, but what I had you do was uh, because we were supposed to do the show yesterday, and through uh, a no fault of my own, a rain, um, we were not able to record. Uh, so long story short, I had you watch. Uh, uh, Loki. Um, now, what was the last Marvel thing that you've watched? What, what is what? What's the what's the last thing you remember before? Uh, before <laughs> last Marvel thing that I watched. Well, yeah. I had to be uh, I had to be introduced to Loki because I had no idea who the fuck Loki was. Fair last enough. Marvel thing that I watched mm-hmm. was Netflix Daredevil. Oh, okay, it was good, which yeah. I really liked. And then from that, you're just like, yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm not. I I, I attempted good. to watch one of the Avengers or Captain America movies. It fucking sucked, so I just stopped. Huh? Yeah, interesting. Um, so uh, we watched the first three episodes of Loki. So we're just gonna chop it up real quick. I'm gonna try to come from a different angle outside of like the whole Marvelness of it, um, and kind of go and uh, take a little bit of a different route. But let me hear your early thoughts. What, what do you think as a non-Marvel movie slash show watcher? What did you think of Loki? The first three uh, episodes. Uh, so my first exposure to Loki, mm-hmm. the character Loki. If if these are the three episodes that I'm supposed to have an impression of of Loki, I feel like I'm missing something. Cause uh, who who was it? Tom Hiddleston, right? Mm-hmm. He's the actor who plays Loki. Yeah, I love him, mm-hmm. and I feel like his dry sense of humor in these three episodes did not translate. Mm-hmm. I thought the writing was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loki's character, I feel like if I watched it in a different show somehow in a different movie some sort of different writing mm-hmm. maybe like 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 the first episode the first episode i don't know why i watched the whole episode i could have just watched the last five minutes 
And I've been like, oh, okay. I see what they're now going to do for the rest of the show. They're going to have him help them. And he's going to try to fuck them over. Like, why do we need 50 minutes of all of that? It was the biggest news fest to me. Uh, It was similar to like the first three episodes of Handmaid's Tale season four that you and I just reviewed where it was a bit of a snooze fest. Like Mm. I thank God I was working and I was playing FIFA at the same time. Like otherwise I would have been bored out of my mind. Um, The second and the third episode, you know, like it it was fine. I don't know if it was just me watching it, but the CGI was very poor. I guess that's the way I'll put it. Like I could literally tell every single time that they were in front of a green screen. Mm -hmm. Like they did not do a great job of, creating worlds especially in the third episode when they were on um uh something lamentus lamentus one yeah like uh it it looked bad like they they try to pretty it up with bright lights and colors and everything but it just looked bad as as far as like loki the character itself i feel like it should be a better character than what these three episodes gave me and again i don't know anything about loki i had to have anna explain to me that he's the brother of thor Mm mm-hmm the son of a god? Something like uh, that? Uh, foster child of, of god. Okay, well, let me let me bump it up from a 2 to a 3 out of 10 then, you know, just to give him a little bit of credit because he's a foster kid. <laughs> well, Those enough. are my thoughts. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't... Um, yeah, I actually didn't think the writing was, was that bad. In fact, I thought it was a little different than... Um, than what we've gotten in some of the previous Marvel shows. And, and honestly, I think that Marvel has been on kind of a run of doing things that are different with these three shows. They had WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now Loki, and they're doing different things with, with all of them. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually here for it. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really find the writing um, too much of a problem. Did it drag in parts? I think so. I think that's that's hard to deny um, with the first two episodes. Um, but what they're setting up, I think, is is a very interesting thing. Uh, now they, you know, we've got this whole thing with the timekeepers, um, and uh, what's interesting about that is. Uh, it, it boils down, and I was watching a video online, um, and and what it was talking about is is the concept of uh, determinism um, uh, and or uh, free will, right? Whether our futures are already written out, and you know we're just kind of living them out, going through the motions, or uh, we have complete free will of choosing our paths, you know, of what we're of what we're trying to do, um, and I think that that's kind of the, the the core of the show, right? Is is the idea of determinism or free will? Um, and I thought that was a very interesting uh, uh, perspective to come from, even even told in this kind of like wacky zany kind of uh, way with uh, with Loki. It still presents it in this sort of uh, or it still presents that that essential sort of question. Um, so when looking at it from that, like, what do you what do you what do you think of of that concept within the show? But then also just like overall, like, what do you what do you think of just that? that uh, so, so I, honestly, like, I, I I know I know what you're saying, and I feel like you and I have had a couple of these discussions when it comes to uh, not 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 specifically this. Uh, you know, the idea that everything is predetermined, there is no free will, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it all is in the vein of a higher being spirituality, which, 
you know my stance on that. I don't need to like go into it. Uh, it yeah. turned me off we'll, right we'll, away. We'll, we'll be here for another you know? fifteen thousand years if that's yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> like uh, I, I don't like. I I I get where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and honestly, after episode three, I was kind of like, I was taking a shower, and I'm like, okay, I'm like this this isn't bad. I can watch this in the shower. You know, depending on if they keep going with this, you know, theme of, oh, can we alter, you know, this this timeline and get rid of these gatekeepers and, you know, uh, are things, you know, predetermined for us or are we the you know choosers of our own destiny? Um, I, I, I could go with it. Uh, it's been done so many times. There's nothing original about it. You know, they may have put it into the, you know, Marvel Universe, if you will. but it's not a new idea. It's played out. It's been done. It, like, okay. Like, it's a little bit more interesting that they got to that point, you know, in episodes two and three. Because after episode one, I was like, this, this is just boring. Um, but overall, the concept, it's been done many a times. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a movie that did it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Fetching Cody. I don't know if you've ever seen that. They played Mm -hmm. around with that same sort of concept of, you know, going back in, well, in this case, it was going back in time to alter the events of one specific event that happened. Um, But then they had to keep going to different points uh, in a person's life to try to alter their course. So that way they don't end up in that point. Like it's, it's all been done. So Mm -hmm. was I like, you know, excited about it now? Like I, I thought, I thought it was whatever, you know, I guess it could be worse could be watching a guy throw a shield around <laughs> fair enough uh could be yeah. watching Brie larson do whatever she does in the movies shout out to a rain um yeah i don't, I don't know I, I thought that they, they i thought they took it from a from an interesting standpoint uh but i guess yeah it makes sense if you're more of a uh not necessarily even have to be a marvel fan so much as you just seen some of the some of the other uh some of the other things that they they've done because it it kind of opens up an entirely sort of interesting thing within the marvel world as as we know it right now through the movies but i think also uh they just you know it it poses this interesting question of like okay um even if our say our fates were determined and you know, there's this sort of like master timeline as they pose in this series, right? The question I would have then is, okay, you have this master timeline, but you know, why did the timekeepers? And obviously, this is probably something that they're going to get to in in the show. But you know, why did the timekeepers get to decide what is the official timeline and you know what is not? Like, what is the, what is what is so special about them that they have this sort of omnipotent? power to determine that like why are they better gauged to say okay and like and then why is everything suddenly you know oh this is all within the plan like so for instance thanos you know uh and maybe a spoiler alert, i guess if you're somehow going to get around to watching all these other movies but thanos is snap oh well that was a part of the timeline you know um and you know all the avengers bringing all that stuff back you know or bringing everybody back that was also part of the time and it's just like well why like that seems like a pretty catastrophic event that could have gone wrong any number of different ways um and so you know why are those major events and then it's just like yeah i don't know um let me ask you this 
because because and I, and I don't want you obviously to go into the entire storyline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, sure. Because uh, I'm sure we'd be here for days. But is it is it actually going to make sense now? Like, wh- whatever conclusion that they get, is it gonna make sense in the Marvel Cinematic Universe based on what happened in the other like? Like you just mentioned, the whole finger snap. I assume when I heard about that, that life as the Marvel universe knows it ended. So, like, will this make any sort of sense in the end of it? Like, how do you think they can connect all this to bring well, it back to how it ended? In, well, weirdly enough, this would actually help it make sense, right? Um, so basically, the snap was, you know, Thanos um, uh, snapping his fingers and basically eliminating half of the universe, like the living creatures in the universe. So humans, I think animals, right? I don't know. Um, but um, but half the known universe got wiped out. So they the Avengers had to go back in time basically to get the the Infinity Stones in order to basically recreate the glove that Thanos used to do this to snap their own fingers and bring everybody back. Um, and so, but what that, what that did look, man, you, you laugh. And, and what's so, what's what I find so ironic about like the, how you perceive the Marvel universe is the, the cognitive dissidence of the fact that you love YA novels and yeah, movies, yeah. which is it's so interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting how you could hear that and you'd be like, oh, that's so stupid. But then like you hear like, oh, this werewolf loves this vampire or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, no, that <laughs> that's plausible. <laughs> that's in the realm of your reality. Uh, whereas a fucking All right, big... first, first things first, like yeah. Twilight is not in the realm of my YA. It's a, a whatever. It's a YA fucking thing. Okay. It's it, don't try to act like it's beneath the YA <laughs> stratosphere. All right. Come on. Uh, do better. Do better there. Uh, what was your What was your second thing? You sound like you had a second thing. You said first off. No, no, that was it. That, that was, was kind of oh, like okay. a point of just saying first off and then just cutting it off, like the snap of a you know thumb. You know. Yeah. Um. But uh, so this is actually going to help things kind of make a little bit more sense because the I, one of the ideas is is that the Avengers going back in time and, and getting their own Infinity Stones that would kind of automatically fuck up timelines because they would if they pulled a stone from a timeline that had to do something to that timeline like you know so that it had to offshoot somehow. Um, uh, and then with uh, some of the latest uh, later series is like um, like uh, WandaVision, there's things in that that kind of allude to uh, the timeline being kind of all fucked up and shit. Um, and so, yeah, long story short, I think that this might actually help uh, make some of that make sense. So as crazy or not a crazy, but as like off kilter as this sh- show kind of seems so far in terms of just like the whole idea of different timelines and yada yada it actually would make the main marvel storyline make a little bit more sense if not push it into like it's n- like what the next great battle is going to be um so so yeah i'm here for it dude i i i, I like the show uh like i said i it dragged a little bit for me at, at times but i didn't mind that for some of the payoffs that 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 we've gotten so far and i thought tom, i think tom hiddleston hit, I think he's done a wonderful job in the series um i think uh owen wilson um has done a fantastic job uh in in the series uh he's his very owen wilson self uh and i'm i'm, I'm all about it um yeah yeah but i don't know uh, like my my thing with like having owen wilson is in in it is like 
Owen Wilson, obviously, as soon as you hear his voice, mm-hmm. you kind of expect a certain type of character to come out, you know, from him. Um, you know, uh, Wedding Crashers, uh, My Best Friend Dupree, or whatever the hell that movie was called. Um, like, you, you're kind of expecting something like that. And to have him in three episodes, I, I, I think it was like one and a half episodes too much already like it's it it feels a little worn out listening to him especially with those drawn out conversations like the whole conversation with um you know uh him in the first episode trying to figure out you know what loki's deal is um the second episode where they're sitting at the uh the uh, lunch table and loki's you know describing to him you know uh what his you know hypothesis is like and and this might just be what my problem is with the first three episodes those scenes were really drawn out and I, and I, can, and I, I get it like sure. I, like I, I like I get like that that's kind of where they were going with it but man it was it was it was difficult to 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 pay attention to those long drawn out scenes even with um even with Tom Hiddleston or Loki and um I guess the other Loki uh who's the actress who plays um in the know, third episode uh Tara Strong I think that's who it is um I think but uh, anyway, like their their conversation, like right before the end of the um, no, her, her name is uh, Sophia Di Martino. Yeah, Di Martino. Yep, that's her. Yeah, I had just a wiki page up, but um, yeah, like it was so drawn out. It was really drawn out. I mean, it was like, are they ever gonna finish this damn conversation? Okay, like tell him about your mother. Move the fuck on. Like let's let's get to the next fucking scene. It, I'm 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 sorry. I, I got a preface this that I'm like really hangry at the moment. And, like somebody somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. promised me a certain type of dinner and I didn't really get it. <laughs> so I'm really hangry. And that was the third episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I assume that there is something else going on. Like there's something else happening here. This isn't just uh, yeah, his fucking had cereal, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. No, man, I look, I, I get what you mean. Some of some of them, uh, some of the scenes were for sure, I think, drawn out. But I, I do think that um I do think that the 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 actors portraying the characters can carry that, like they can make it somewhat worth it. Uh it, it's not like um what's a movie there, there's been a few movies we watched recently where i thought oh my god like there, there's just so many scenes where it's just drawn out uh like i i don't Bank. know if it's the best uh one but uh but I'll, I'll give it anyways is uh um nomadland uh i thought that some of the oh scenes god, there yeah. were were very sort of like drawn out which i i guess is like the style that they go they were going for yeah. but um th- it, it wasn't as enjoyable you know like i i, I wasn't I wasn't getting everything from it, even though like with some of these longer scenes, you can have them. Um, but you gotta, the people in them have to be able to carry them, you know? And I didn't, and and that wasn't probably the best, uh, you know, uh, uh, example, but, um, but with some other things, it's like, I really do mind because the people involved in the actual specific scenes, they can't carry the scene. So it becomes painful to like sit through with this. Yeah. I think sure. Owen Wilson, his shtick becomes a little stale after a while, but I would say that if you just isolate the scenes in and of themselves, I think they still work. They may be drawn out, but the characters still, they, they still find um, ways to make it interesting for you uh, within them. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the series is interesting with where it's going as far as uh, its overall theme. Um, I'm, I'm 
I'm interested to see where the story goes, but not only that, I'm uh I'm excited to kind of see what the what their what their response is what their answer is for this whole whole you know situ- uh, scenario of um determinism versus free will um you know uh if ultimately they believe that we do have free will or we don't and you know uh you know our fates are, are already predetermined like everything so even loki doing all this has been predetermined you know um um so yeah anyways uh, that was that was just t- chopping it about. But the, uh, the, chopping about the interesting uh, the, one like thing to just the the, the last point that you had just made. Sure. Uh, you know, is it is it predetermined that everything Loki is doing right now is already predetermined? Wouldn't that in itself be its own timeline that the timekeepers already know about? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah but I guess that's so, what I'm saying. Is like, it's, to, it's to, like to, um, to me, then that means it's probably not predetermined. It's probably the latter. No, well, wouldn't that mean it it would be predetermined if if what he's doing now is a part of their plan, then that it's a part of their plan, you know. So like him rebelling, quote unquote, or if that's even what he's doing, um, or trying to get to them, is part of what they've already planned out, uh, which is totally plausible. I don't necessarily know if that's the direction that they're, they're going in clearly, but. Um, but yeah, uh, and 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 you know, they, uh, again, I was watching a video that was talking about like uh, the Matrix. Uh, that the Matrix is a really good example of this, of uh, and more specifically, the Matrix Reloaded. Uh, in that, um, it uh, Neo was never like the, the, all their fates were, were already sort of determined. The computer had already, uh, 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 or the machines had already sort of like determined like, hey, um, we're basically just going to restart this whole thing all again, right? That this whole idea of the one saving everybody is not, it's kind of bullshit, right? That we'll, we have to kind of do that because you idiots won't, <laughs> you, you won't accept anything otherwise, you know, um, that, that you need to feel like you have free will in order to, um, to, to go along with our simulation, you know? Um, and so perhaps, perhaps that's what we're kind of getting in, in Loki as well is, you know, them making everybody feel like they have free will when really they don't. And that, and in a way that's, that's the best way to control people, right. Is to make them feel like they actually have a choice when really they don't have any choice <laughs> in what they're doing. Um, uh, you know, I think a lot of times in politics, right. <clears throat> that's what works is the idea of, um, a false choice uh that you're posed with like two different things and you're like all right fuck i gotta choose between these things but it doesn't fucking matter which one you pick you end up with basically the same fucking result but you feel like you've chosen something uh and that makes you kind of want to do it again right then you're more willing to be like all right well maybe next time i can do this differently or whatever but really it doesn't fucking matter it's it's the same shit um so so anyways uh but yeah maybe they can uh choose a timeline and go back and fix the fast and furious timeline you know just no uh, i don't uh, even know what chronological incorrect order it's going in. incorrect there is no the fast and furious timeline is perfect as is okay um clearly their their billion dollar <laughs> uh, movies <laughs> don't need any help okay they'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still boggles my mind that they they've all kind of like they've Damn. they've increased in somehow in um in sales. Anyways, um that was our uh convo about uh Loki. We're at episode three at this point in time. You guys let us know what you think of the series so far. You like it, you hate it, are you like Addy? And somehow you'll give uh, uh YA novels and 
TV shows and movies a, a try, hey, but you get to Marvel hey, and you're like, this hey, is a bridge look, too man. far. Look, man, <laughs> I, I, I low-key liked low-key. No, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, we've gotten yeah, to the wrapping stage of this conversation. <laughs> uh, so we'll just move on. All right, let us know in the comment section below, guys, okay? Uh, with that being said, we're going to move on to our first trailer here that we're, we're going to talk about. Um, I am very excited to see this because I... Even before watching it, I it's I'm going to hate watch this because it's just going to be <laughs> everything, right? Uh, so we get uh we get a trailer for the movie Karen. Uh, it's any movie that tries to capitalize directly off of a, um, you know, some sort of uh fad or whatever, it's going to be trash. Like there's just no there's like no exception to this rule. It's going to be trash. It has to be. Uh, and this movie, Karen, probably figures to be no no different. Um, so let me give you the quick synopsis. Uh, a racist, entitled white woman in the South terrorizes her new black neighbors. <sighs> they, they don't even, they're not even trying to be like nuanced or subtle or like, it's just. That, that's the whole tagline, right? Like there's that's nothing literally, more. Like, you that's were, that's like, literally the synopsis of the film. Yeah, um, you, you like don't need anything else. Uh, I, the name gives it away i get well yes but like like at least give me something that is just like one of the reasons why i love certain films is because they make complex villains or at least complex antagonist right where somebody's just not this person bad other person good you like it's just like that's so fucking simple and just we're not thinking <laughs> at that point we're just we're just literally that person bad this person good and it's just like that's not that's not reality while some people are very much more shitty than other people people are even the people who you think are really fucking good can be pieces of shit (laughs) at times and it's just like that nuance is not i feel like we're not going to find any of that in here in fact i know we're not going to find any of that nuance in here but anyways uh this is directed and written by coke daniels uh starring uh taryn manning Corey. uh uh, Hardrick, uh, Jasmine Burke, Don uh, Halfkenny, and uh, there is no release date. Uh, so maybe they put the trailer and we're like, well, let's just see how it does. If people like it, fuck it, we'll put it out next week. If they don't, then we'll put it out six months from now. I hope everybody, gets, everybody forgets the trailer. Um, okay. Um, with that being said, let's watch Karen, or the trailer for Karen, rather. Oh, God. Some BT. I guess oh, this is a long way from East Point. Baby, you just gotta give it a chance. Tell me about your new neighbors. They're black. <laughs> Do you mind keeping it down? If you don't comply, I'll tell the manager. Somebody's <laughs> taking home security serious. Hi! I am Karen Drexler. I'm your neighbor. You need to be taking your trash cans off the curb right when the trash is picked up. Is she nice? Yeah, she's nice. Wait a minute, like we have a white entitled neighbor named Karen. Karen, okay, enjoy yourself. There she is slaving away in the kitchen. Weeks. I've come across some very suspecting teenagers. Suspecting? Can you please hurry up? Please, they're very aggressive, yep. I left my wallet with my ID Leave us alone, we didn't do anything. How the heck did you end up moving to this neighborhood? Next thing you know, we have criminals. You take care of him and I will take care of her. Would you mind stepping out of the car? 
my office has uncovered some disturbing information on her and her brother. She doesn't like black people. We have a search warrant. <laughs> well, I'm black. Well, that's clearly the uh, understatement of the century right there. <laughs> I want to sell the house. What I do? You can't tell me, huh? We are living next door to a racist. You went in her house? You wouldn't want your wife to know our little secret, right? That was not standard police procedure back there. What do we have here? We got a hamper. Everything looks like nails. You people are very angry. Shut your mouth, boy. Bad things happen to people that don't comply. Okay. All right. We did it. We, we sat through it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Holy shit. The funniest line in anything ever. She doesn't like black people. Yes. Little girl nailed it. She has like two lines and she fucking she nailed that. Um, okay. What are, what are your thoughts on, on Karen? I saw a snippet of this uh, yeah. when, when it first came out. That was my first time seeing the full fucking trailer. Man, they took every single stereotype they could, every single racist line they could, everything that has been used over the last five or six years on social yeah. media, on on political talk shows from the left and the right, and they just jammed it into yeah. they they jammed it into one movie, but really they they really worked hard to put everything into that one trailer, trailer to let yeah. you know this is some like racist <laughs> ass shit that's gonna be happening. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I guess I what can you really expect like, from a movie like, called no, Trailer? Hold on. Uh, like just you and I, we we edit we edit stuff, right? <laughs> so like imagine the editor putting together the first cut of the trailer and somebody at BT comes back, they're like, like, No, it's not racist enough. Like no. you put every single line in there no. that you can. <laughs> no, we need all of the racist oh, fucking lines in the movie in the trailer. I don't think you understand. We just need the entire movie in the trailer, right? That's the fucking as simple as I could fucking make it for you. Okay. Um no, yeah. Uh yeah weirdly enough it wasn't as bad as i was thinking it was going to be still terrible um but not as bad as i was thinking it was, it was going to be um interesting but but the thing that i did that kind of tipped me off to kind of what we we're going to get is the the woman uh taryn manning who plays uh karen uh in this uh in this glorious film um she i think she was quoted as saying and again i, I, I kind of breeze past the, either the article or something that she, she something i quoted her saying this but it said she wanted to be um she wanted you to hate the person um who uh uh, you know who who she's playing in a film with Karen, right? Um, but and here's but here's my problem with this though, is is that I think that's like the that's kind of like the that's the wrong way to I think approach something like this. I think that when you when you have somebody who's just like the villain of the story, their perception of themselves isn't that they're doing anything wrong, right? Like their perception of themselves is that they're doing something right, that they're, this is just, 
the way it fucking like even like even the, the per, per, like the woman who's in like central park i forget where the fuck it was somewhere in new york where she was walking her dog and like she fucking was strangling the dog while she was like on the phone with police saying she was being accosted by like uh this black dude who's like fucking bird watching <laughs> he's like ma'am i'm not doing anything to you and she's like he's threatening my life oh my god like while she's like killing her dog <laughs> um uh even her right and I imagine in that moment, she wasn't approaching it like she was doing something wrong. Like it, it wasn't like she was trying to be unlikable in that moment. She was just an entitled white woman trying to fucking, you know, who was offended that this black dude dare tell her to do something. Um, so she reacted appropriately, but it wasn't from, uh, you know, it still wasn't from this like, because nobody thinks of themselves as the villain of the story, you know, uh, on some degree, everybody feels like they're doing something correct or that they're doing something just or whatever the case is. So when she, when she made that comment, it made me just like, that's what made me kind of like cringe. Cause it's just like, nah, then this movie is going to be a whole bunch of shit of her just, you know, saying a bunch yeah. of racist shit. And then we're supposed to be like, man, fuck you racist fucking whatever. Um, and, and then that's it. And to me, that's like, if I know that about the movie, then why am I watching the movie? Like, <laughs> I, I could just watch hey. actual news and I'd be just as outraged, if not more, since it's reality. <laughs> you know, like what, what's the point yeah. of watching this then? I, I fully agree because I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, I know like the the intended audience, you know, for this specifically, and, and obviously, it's trying to like for this. Who is the intended audience for this? So, well. Okay, so well, let's. I guess let's have a conversation about that because I'm. I'm actually curious what you think. To me, the intended audience for this is people of my skin complexion. I'm honestly thinking they're hoping to get enough hype and buzz with white people that they're just going to flock, you know, to push this. I, I don't know. Are, are they releasing this in theaters? Is it just streaming online no somewhere on TV? Because I know it's like, BET. There's like no release information. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really thinking like they're trying to just, you know, get the white audience as as much as they can to push this out there. Like, I don't know how they're going to make money off of this, but I think that's the intended audience. And uh, one thing, shout out to Taryn Manning. She went from playing Janine <laughs> in 8 Mile nola and hustle and flow to playing karen in 2021 like that's awesome yeah. man that's that's range right there is it though i don't know it's not it's a joke it's <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I don't, I don't know man i i you know one school of thought is it for sure like this is definitely for like just white people uh so you know <laughs> they can see all the awful shit that they've done over the last like fucking you know forever uh just like one <laughs> yeah um, you have to add that in there forever it's not yeah. just recent <laughs> yeah. we just have the technology now <laughs> yeah yeah the videos for sure help uh you know that be highlighted but um uh but i think another train of thought is uh if this if this is for and but again this kind of goes back to like what my issue is with it if it is for white people it can't just be like this white person doing everything awful because who who can relate to that? Like, you know what I mean? Like who, who sees themselves as the villain? You know, like I'm sure for some people it'd be like, you know, you're right. Like, but you can just pay it like you can just watch 
ordinary news programs to see terrible fucking people doing the same shit. The reason why you will watch the yeah. movie is to gain some sort of insight into why this person is this terrible or like that the fact that they don't see themselves as the villain because that's relatable. That's a relatable thing. You know, that's that's more of a something that you can actually grapple yeah. with is by seeing by not just this overt sort of like Karen, I'm racist. And so I'm going to just wild out and do shit because again, you could just watch fucking fucking any news, any clip you want to fucking find on YouTube. (laughs) You can find this entire movie in, um, but what you would watch from my perspective, what you would watch a movie like this for is so that you can find something relatable about it where it's like somebody who isn't this just overt fucking raging racist but somebody who doesn't necessarily see themselves as racist you know um where and there's so many people that can relate to that of some there's so many people out there who don't consider themselves racist but will do the same exact shit but that's that's the story that you should be fucking telling is the story of these people who wouldn't see themselves as that do the same shit you know um but i i think we're just gonna get fucking you know uh, uh pedal to the floor uh fucking just raging racism uh out of this movie which i feel like is kind of a all right cool like we literally can just watch a fucking you know yeah any clip on youtube and, and see the same shit but all right yeah i 100 agree with you on that and uh i and, and i i can't really say much to like bet and like what their productions are like i haven't watched anything really on bet since free and aj left from 106 and park and that was kind of like it for me um but like this movie this trailer looks like what a a production company puts out that's not maybe one of the big players uh because like everything that you just described of how you would probably want to see the villain as you know just uh trying to um uh portray a character that doesn't see themselves as racist, uh, but actually does all the same shit. Uh, I, I feel like that 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 probably be something that like you'd see like on a Netflix or like a Hulu or something like that, where it's a little bit more creative. Where this 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 almost seems like this is a a uh, production company for a TV channel that's just trying to get as much shock value as they can into a trailer, so they get people to sit in front of the TV and watch it when it's live on TV. Like it, this is what that trailer felt like to me. Because I agree with you. Like they're, they're like like we know it in our personal lives. Like there's so many people that are that are you know claiming to be good people, uh, not racist, but then they will literally do everything that that woman has done. And maybe even worse, you know, and, and obviously those are even like the worst ones because you can't really, you know, point them out as uh, as you could a straight up Karen like this. So I, I agree with you. I, I think this seems like a BET type of movie, almost like a TLC. Um, uh, I, gu- I guess I guess the like equivalent lifetime? of what. Yeah, Lifetime. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, TLC does all the reality you. shows. Lifetime. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You, you, you watch that channel. I only during Christmas time because their Christmas movies are epic. Uh, I, I can't, I can't. Uh, uh, hey, how many not. times can a white woman fall in love with a Santa? <laughs> many times countless, in many countless. different scenarios. It, 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 it's countless. It's, it's like, you know, how long uh, white people have been doing fucked up shit in America. It's, it's, Hey, you know what? Forever. Taryn Manning, Taryn Manning is going to be the next, you know, white woman to fall in love with Santa on lifetime. She's gonna happen. Oh God. That's a hard pivot. <laughs> That's a pretty hard pivot. Uh, I'm going to play Karen. Now you're going to watch me fall in love in a zany, you know, wacky adventure, you know, that maybe involves a dog or something. 
something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, it's got to involve a dog. Yeah, yeah it always involves a dog somehow. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's uh, that's what we thought about Karen. Uh, you guys holler at us in the, in the comment section and let us know what the fuck you think about Karen, the movie. It's <laughs> uh, so stupid. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to our next trailer here. Uh, so we get uh, a movie that I don't think anybody really asked for, if I'm being perfectly fucking honest. Uh, a G.I. Joe spinoff involving Snake Eyes. Um, that's literally the, the synopsis of the film uh, is a, a G.I. Joe uh, spinoff centered around the character of Snake Eyes, uh, directed by uh, Robert uh, uh, Schwetke. Schwetke? I don't know. Um, and written by Evan uh, Spilopatis something like that uh joe sharpnell and anna waterhouse uh and starring uh henry golding um hey who, shout out to henry golding too he was in uh um, crazy rich asians and i know he's been in a bunch of stuff uh, a lot of rom-com stuff and so shout out to him going full full action genre here uh samara weaving um ursula uh cobrero cobrero i believe i don't know i'm fucking that up so bad uh and Ico, um Uwas, I believe that's how you pronounce Man. that. Um, and do out July. Next time 23rd, I will do, I will do the foreign hey, names. Hey, have at time. have at it, my friend. Um, so uh, do you did you watch any of the uh, GI Joe, uh, films? Uh, like the nineties? Are you asking me like the GI Joe films in the nineties no, 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 or no, like no. the more recent ones? There's a GI Joe um... film in the nineties. Oh you mean yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, like. Oh, is this like a like a live action film? Yeah, it's a live action. This is a this is a oh, live action. Then no, I have not. I've only watched a cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, they they've done live action uh starring like Channing Tatum. Uh The Rock was in the I think the the second oh, one. Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, no, fuck no. I did not watch those. Yeah, I watched it. Uh weren't they weren't great. Uh we can kind of put it as that. So it's surprising that we're getting all these spin-offs uh because and i guess maybe they want to do what they did with uh how transformers had bumblebee and that was relatively successful maybe they want to do the same thing here with snake eyes um but i have a feeling that we're going to probably get more of the same but let's watch the trailer and find out shall we uh so without further ado we are going to watch snake eyes the trailer i don't know why i keep forgetting to say the trailer Every warrior has a beginning. I'm on a new level! For 600 years, our ninja have brought peace to the world. I'm on a new level! I need warriors like you. Join us. What do I have to do? The journey from here is yours to decide. That is just the beginning. I'm on a new level. Money, the money. I'm on a new level. Hmm. So that was a teaser, not a trailer. That was more of a teaser, right? Because yeah, they didn't get a whole was, lot there. Yeah, that was about a that was a teaser for Snake Eyes. Um. I'm not sure what to fucking think of it. It just it looks like you're and, and like I feel like I've seen this trailer eight thousand times. Um, kind of dope song in the background. Um, some action scenes, some quotes about 
uh, for so many generations. We've had something, some, I don't know, something stupid. Uh, I don't know, man. Ah. I, I always don't know what to do with trailers for like these type of action movies because they like they are what they are and they will like seemingly never not be this. Um, so I don't I don't know how to like gauge it. What do you do? What do, what do you think about it? I mean, well, like I, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looked entertaining. Like what I'm going into this movie for is not some sort of like great character driven origin story like no like i'm gonna find out that this guy is gonna join these group of people and they're just gonna fuck shit up kind of like you know some of the um i shouldn't say this like some of the batman movies you know some of the dark knight movies like they they did have a good storyline but well not because like i really like them and they do have a good story in my opinion not the recent Uh, ones no no not the recent ones like the uh the first couple dark knight movies I'm talking about. You, you, wait, are you, you're talking about the Christopher Nolan directed movies? That's what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Wait, you said yeah. you're saying that in the context of you know what you're going to get I, with the movies. Yeah, yeah. So, so exactly like so like with that Christopher with those Christopher Nolan movies, like I knew that I was going to get some sort of decent story along with just exploding shit everywhere. Like this is what I'm expecting from this movie minus the good storyline. I'm just expecting to see things for about an hour and a half to an hour and 50 minutes of explosions. Kind of like the Mortal Kombat movie. Like I wasn't expecting anything from it. I was just expecting people to fight and remind me of my childhood. It did that. Yeah, you very know? true. But at least in the trailer, like, but do the trailer a different way is I guess my my only ask. Like I understand the actual thing is going to be what it is, right? Like it's, it's just going to be a mindless action movie that you don't really have to put too much thought into right for sure right um but i don't know mix it up do something different come from a different angle that nobody's really come from you know like you know they they tried that though like they tried that with like ninja assassin which like i did enjoy the movie ninja assassin ninja but they assassin. came from it from a different yeah it had the uh the asian pop star rain in it i think his name was um but they tried they tried that they tried to come from it with a different angle uh they tried to show like the story the origin and, and the film actually was like that it was very much like uh similar to how like the first trans um transporter movie was um with uh, uh what's his face um Jason Statham like mm-hmm. it, it was it was almost like a slow rolling you know uh origin story packed in with some you know action sequences um they tried that it didn't necessarily work out. I think for what they're what this movie is and what they're going for, this is the kind of trailer you kind of have to put out. You can't really put out much else. Like, what, what, no, no, what would I, you want to see in this trailer to like push for, you over the top? For in order, in order to just maximize, you know, people coming out to go see it, you have to kind of do what has been done before because that's proven. That's been a proven success, clearly, right? Uh, I think maybe what I would have liked to have seen is. And, and I guess, oddly enough, like, you know, I don't expect there to be much story there, but whatever the story is, lead with that versus the action. Because the action is yeah. kind of like, I don't know what to do with it. And that's kind of why I'm like, just whatever about these trailers for movies like this is because what what are we going to see, especially in a trailer that we have not seen before? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> there is nothing. There is no fucking sword action. There is no guns blazing there is no car chase scene there's nothing we're going to see in a fucking teaser trailer that's going to be literally any different than anything we've already fucking seen so why not take a chance and come from like a 
a weird ass direction. Like if you're if you're telling an origin story, like one of the reasons why I loved, uh, I I still go back and watch the uh, the the trailer for um, both uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, right? Because they came from this like. You missed, like you, you didn't know what the fuck was happening. Like you were like, "Whoa, is this yeah. even a Batman movie? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What is this?" You know, um, uh, and and that they they showed a journey, you know, and and I don't know. I, I kind of feel like maybe they could have borrowed a little bit from that sort of school of thought versus uh, what we got here. But in any event, you know, whatever, it, it's all good. I don't it's, know, it's man. A, I don't. I, I just don't think that movie is gonna have that, and I don't think like you could have really expected whoever cut this trailer together to no, no, I, you know, I, make something similar of that. I, I would say I, I wouldn't expect them to, but I would have wanted them to, as I guess, I guess the distinction, I, gotcha, I don't, I don't I expect gotcha. anything different, but I give me something. Different, I don't, you know? I don't see, I don't see this film having much of, you know, in-depth <laughs> storyline that the dark Knight had, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think I'm just not expecting much. I might actually watch this. Uh, Cause I, I do like some of the cast in it. Um, really? So uh, you like, think, so, so somehow this is more plausible than fucking, you know, no, no, we're not snapping talking. his well, fingers. Actually, actually, <laughs> yes. Plausible. Cause there are real samurai ninjas out there. Dude, it's a fucking history. dude who is it's like been blind proven. and rolling around with a fucking mask on fucking chopping people up. Even like, I think he's like, he's like impervious to paint. Like he, he gets shot and he's just like, nah, I'm cool. Like fucking snake first of eyes. all, first of all, blind people have made tremendous leaps and bounds <laughs> over the, the last two. <laughs> just kidding. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right. Look, our blind community, please don't come for us. Okay. Okay. Don't come for comfort tune day. <laughs> uh, no, no, not at all. Um, I stand with you. Wait, isn't snake eyes? Snake eyes is blind, isn't he? I think I'm, so. I feel like I don't have that wrong. I don't know. I could uh, easily look this up. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care too. Um, anyways, that was our reaction to, uh, to snake eyes, uh, trailer teaser, whatever fuck it is. Uh, let us know what you, what you guys think about the, uh, snake eyes trailer, um, in the comment section below. All right. Moving on, uh, to some stories I, I wanted to get to, uh, to real quick. Look, uh, we, we did a story, um, last, I don't know, a couple years ago, uh, about Steven Spielberg and how, um, how he felt about, uh, Netflix, um, in that he felt like because they weren't in theaters, uh, for, you know, maybe they'll be in theaters for like two weeks and then they leave theaters, uh, with whatever movie they want and, and they could still qualify for awards in that case. And Spielberg was like, tis, tis, not on my watch he he said in his very uh stale dikembe mutombo impersonation um uh flash forward to 2021 and lo and behold steven spielberg signs with netflix interesting how this keeps happening martin scorsese talks so much shit about streaming he says it's not cinema this is not cin-. or i guess he was technically talking about marvel in this case uh and the movies that they put out but whatever same thing, right? Kind of. Um, uh, not cinema. And then he signs with, uh, uh, but he does a movie with Netflix as well as he's about to do a movie with, uh, with Apple, right? Uh, that he's got the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio soon to, to come out for Apple. I think the, the killing of a flower moon or something like that is, is what it's called. Um, you have all these directors talking so much hear me now quote me later the last one to fall the last person and he's already broken up with warner brothers so he's clearly a free agent 
Christopher Nolan. Um, he, uh, I, I, I imagine he gets an erection every time, um, you know, uh, somebody opens like a film canister, right? Because he just, he loves, <laughs> you know, uh, the technology <gasps> of, <laughs> of film so much, uh, that it just excites him in that oh so special way. Um, and now, and I'm saying this in jest, Christopher Nolan probably is my favorite director right now. Um, so I, I, I love Christopher Nolan, but he, he also clearly has a hard on for, you know, talking shit about, uh, digital, about, uh, streaming, yada, yada. Right. Um, yeah, and honestly, that's actually the reason, one of the reasons why he broke up with Warner Brothers is because of, uh, their, their, uh, them wanting to put out a lot of their movies on HBO Max instead of releasing them in theaters. Um, now I will say that they did release Tenet in theaters, it did not do so well. Uh, so maybe that's not, it did not them. bring people back to the theater. <laughs> it, not even, said, not but... even slightly, <laughs> uh, but it's also in the middle of a fucking pandemic what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> what would you think was going to happen uh and with the movie anyways i, I could go on and on about uh tenant coming out at clearly the wrong fucking time but we're not being the movie that would lead the charge for for people going back to theaters but anyways let's get back to, to spielberg here okay so let, let me read from this article from uh the week uh over two years after hollywood was a buzz about a supposed war between spielberg and netflix uh, the two have just agreed uh to a major partnership. Netflix announced Monday it has signed a deal with Amblin Partners under which Spielberg studio, uh, Sp Spielberg's studio will provide the streamer with multiple uh, new feature films per year. Interesting. Uh, in 2018, Spielberg suggested streaming films that only receive a token theatrical release in a couple of theaters uh, shouldn't be allowed to compete for Oscars instead of, uh, and instead uh, be up for... Uh, Emmys. Uh, famously, uh, there were then reports in 2019 that Spielberg was allegedly looking to introduce uh, a new Academy Awards rule that would disqualify films that don't exclusively play in theaters for four weeks. <sighs> you know, we talked earlier about Crowder, right? Uh, and how satisfying that was, right? <laughs> I, don't, I was thinking that same exact thing. <laughs> this is also very satisfying because at the time we said, hey, buddy. I don't know. Maybe fucking times are changing, you know? Maybe uh fucking shit is progressing, right? Maybe putting shit out only in theaters is not the fucking wave anymore. Maybe and instead of resisting as seemingly all the fucking notice how it's just all these old motherfuckers that I love. I love except for Spielberg. I have never really been too too high on, on Spielberg. I know he's a god. I know he's a film filmmaking god. I understand this, but I he's just he's never been my cup of tea. But I'm not even saying that that's even in this even conversation here. That my feelings about his films and also he did make the purple rain, which I can't look. Anybody who makes purple uh, or not purple rain. Um the color purple. I always get those mixed up for somehow. Um, uh, uh, he made the color purple, so can't be mad that mad at him. Um, but but um, look, you have all of these older gentlemen um, who seem to have a real sort of fixation with keeping everything as it was. Right. So the, the 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 actual technology of film, right, to, in order to make a movie. Right. <clears throat> People are like, no, I got to shoot this movie on film. I need it because it just has that oh so special quality that cannot be replicated. OK. Um, 
no, you can't do streaming because you have to sit in the theater with other people and, and watch the, the movie. That's how movies are meant to be digested. Okay. Um, all that's fucking nonsense. Fucking just tell your story. All right. And then shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Like I'm not trying to be like, and I'm, I may someday eat these fucking words, but it, it's just, it's, it's kind of the same way that I hear people talking about like rap music, right? Like that. Oh my God. Uh, rap music was so much better in, in, in the nineties or two thousands. No, no, that's just the shit that you were used to. <laughs> that's just the shit you liked. Right. But just because you liked it doesn't mean it's the only shit that if you want to try something out for for, for size, anybody who says the 90s was the best era for rap, talk to, to ask them to talk to somebody from like the 80s and see if they don't fucking clash heads the same fucking way that somebody from like the 2000s would say the 2000s was the best for rap. And then they clash with the 90s and then somebody from the fucking uh, 2010s would say, no, 2010s were the best for rap. And it's just like this never ending fucking cycle is like everybody thinks their shit is the best shit. When really it's fucking not. It just it's it's reborn, it's rebirth, uh, decade after fucking decade. And instead of growing this weird fixation on it, um, how about you fucking adapt to the times, right? Um, and that's what all of these dudes are learning slowly but surely, right? Spielberg, Scorsese, uh, who else is heading to uh, to 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 streaming? I'm sure there's there's some other big names that, that were previously just the kind of you know only in theatrical releases, but now they're doing um, more shit on uh, on streaming. Uh, but it's just, and I'm not saying that that should be the only way to do things. But it's undeniable at this point. So instead of flapping your fucking gums about how it sucks and how it's this and how it's that, and then only to do an about face later on and be like, this is the way of the future and I guess I got to do it, then then why don't you just fucking just admit that from the beginning and fucking move on? I don't know. Anyways, what do you think? I mean, look, uh, the first thing I thought, just because we just watched that uh, trailer and had that um, ASAP Ferg song, uh, I'm on a new level. Like, you know, Spielberg is sitting there like, all right, I'm on a new level now. Like I'm getting paid again because nobody's going to the fucking theaters. I'm getting paid. This is this is like the wave now. All right, I gotta get with Netflix. You know the big players, and I'm just gonna make some movies. And then you know what he's you know what he's thinking. Like he is thinking right now that this is the wave of the right now. He's not thinking that this is the wave of the future. He's thinking this is the wave because of the pandemic. And then eventually, when we get out of it, he's gonna go back to you know being exclusively in theaters and he's still going to protest the same yeah yeah i'll, I'll let you get going. back to it like yeah. the reason why i i think this is because of that initial um article that he uh had come out back and i think it was 2009 2008 and I, and I think i remember talking to you about it and but my thought process uh, oh, you mean eight, on this uh, was i think that was either 18 or 19 you said eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, 2018 or 19. It was yeah. one of the years. But um, I, I remember thinking when I was reading the article, this guy is just being a old homer. Like, this is just like his privilege. He is the man. He gets to say these things because he's always done it the same exact way. And he's just never going to get out of his way because right now that's working for him. Because of the times that we are facing right now with the global pandemic and people not being able to actually go to the theaters or at least not in the mass drove the numbers that they could. And, 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 and even to say like right now, people are actually scared to 
still go to theaters. Like I'm not going to theaters. I like I'm, I may be fully vaccinated and, you know, in my area, like you can have full capacity. Like I'm still not going to the theaters. Like I think right now what he's doing, he is seeing that he needs to get up on the level of a Netflix. If he is going to, you know, have a big voice in this. And then when everything goes back to normal, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, the spirit gods above willing uh everything goes back to normal he's gonna find a way out of whatever contract that he has if this is a one or two year contract whatever it is and he's gonna go back to being his old grumpy homer self he's gonna continue to dispute the same exact thing oh we gotta you know not let these films you know be you know part of the oscars part of the you know emmys like what whatever it is like he he's just gonna get right back to that same exact point like i i can see it now yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think that at all. Uh, I don't. I don't think that he sees this just for the moment. In fact, I think it's quite, quite the opposite. I think that uh, the model is changing, and not just for the because of the pandemic. The pandemic for sure accelerated it, but the model has changed in terms of how you get your movie even funded. Right? Um, is has drastically changed uh, because the 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 pool of money that was out there was already not that big to begin with but now it's shrunk you know because uh of, of the pandemic and because of the uncertainty of theaters right um so so now the the, the people who are actually offering up buku money in order to make these uh, movies are streaming services right that these studios are are less likely to take chances and to do things that they aren't that's why they're all just looking for their next tentpole films right so they can spin off 18 <laughs> it's why we have fast and furious 9 right is <laughs> because you know they know that's a sure fucking bet right so what are they going to yeah. fucking hand a 100 200 million dollar budget to the dude to make fast and furious which they know is going to be utter shit but will give them numbers or let's just roll the dice with Spielberg for his 9,000 film about God knows what, you know, and maybe people come out to the theaters and see that. Maybe they don't, I don't know. Right. Um, so I think, I think at the end of the day, people like Spielberg are pragmatists in terms of look, they'll look at the lay of the land and be like, Hmm, okay. That wind's blowing hard enough. Let's head over here, right? So, which wherever the wind blows, right? So, so you're you're right in a way. If the winds do blow back to, uh, oh, theaters are going off like gangbusters and streaming is kind of taking a decline, then yeah, he'll he'll go back to making movies strictly for theaters. But if they don't, which I suspect is going to be the case, um, that the game has shifted so much and and um, streaming is becoming so much part of the the culture, uh, that uh, that this is the new norm. Um, and, and they're going to have to find a way to coexist. So it's like either adapt or die is, is essentially sort of what the idea is here. Um, that, that only doing things for theaters is, is honestly at this, at this stage in the game, all right, proceed at your own risk. <laughs> you know, uh, that's, that's a, that's a, um, that that's a that's a fight that you're going to lose, right? Because of progression, right? What what's so interesting about a lot of these dudes, man, is that they came up in the heyday of of uh, quote unquote heyday of, of filmmaking, right? That's the seventies, the eighties, you know, um, when it, it filmmaking was new enough uh, in terms of like just like the technology of it all that you're making sort of these like leaps and bounds, decade after decade, right? You're doing these deep things, but nothing ever really changed with theaters. There was no competitor to theaters, even when dvds came out right that fucking grainy ass you know dvd player that you're fucking watching in in 720 or whatever you know sloppy ass resolution you're getting from it uh that was garbage you know um even when they came out with 1080 that was still garbage right the the true 
com- uh, competitor to uh, uh, to to theaters was always streaming. It was always the ability to just pop, you know, on, uh, a new release comes out and you can immediately watch it on on your TV screen at home. That's the competition to theaters. But they've they've gotten away with theatrical release uh, the the theatrical release window for so long that there's been, there's been no other competition, right? So this is that's the world that they got used to. That that's the world in their mind that they're like this is the correct way to do it because this is just the way that worked for them. But now that things are changing, it's like whoa 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 whoa. When did we decide that this was the way that we were going to do things? And they tried to slow the train. But as, as Spielberg is, is clearly figured out, they're not going to fucking stop that train. Best hop on. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, um, I can understand your point. Yeah. I just do not see Spielberg backing down from his own ego. And when the opportunity presents himself, when somebody throws out money to him later on and he's oh, going to no, be, for you know, sure. uh, I, I, the guy I to come out, you know, bring people to theaters, I think he's going to backtrack from, you no, know, I, the streaming game and he's going to give it another shot. I think he's that arrogant of a guy to do that. No, no, I, I but but I don't think anybody's that's like fixated on it, right? Like there, there's, uh, and, and what I would say to that is, is that, yeah, for sure. Like if, if he's has an opportunity to make a, a movie exclusively for theaters, uh, and honestly, he might even do that for like, say for Netflix, right? Like the, he might make a movie for Netflix and they'd be like, all right, for the first four weeks that this movie's out, it's strictly going to be out in theaters. And then it's going to pop on the streaming services, uh, streaming service there thereafter. Um, I can see him doing something like that. I don't, I don't think he's done with theaters and then like, oh, I'm only doing shit on, on streaming. But at, at this point, at least he's like open to the idea of doing clearly more than open to the idea. He's doing things uh, for Netflix, uh, a streaming service. So that at least gets it out of this realm of, oh, well, fuck streaming services more in a more in a um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more in a a, a, re- a relationship more than a, like a um, fuck this shit over here. Uh, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's crap. Uh, but now it's more of like a no oh shit. I got I got to like actually like work <laughs> with this uh, uh, scenario versus pushing against it. We'll see, man. I, I I think it's a combination of trying to get the money back right now, and then just going to be his ego. Is going to show when you know things hopefully go back to normal. But it's look, it's going to be interesting to see because anytime that he speaks, the industry listens. So you know this issue is not resolved right now. This is going to come back again in two, three, four years, however long it takes. You know for things, you know, potentially get back to normal. I think he's going to have his say about, oh yeah, we need to start going back to theaters so we can showcase the real movies on a real screen. Yeah, I maybe. just think that's what he's gonna do. Perhaps. Um, yeah, I'm not a Spielberg but, fan, so you know. Yeah, well, that's yeah. yeah you, 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 when you don't like something, you're very apparent in your. You're, you're very transparent, as I should say, no. in your uh, in your disdain for <laughs> it. Um, so. Um, so yeah, uh, let us know in the comment section below. What do you guys think uh, uh, is going to come of this? Uh, and are you surprised by Spielberg seemingly kind of doing this uh, uh, U-turn when it comes to his approach to streaming? Um, let's do maybe one more and then let's uh, let, let's get up out of here. Let's do this one just because it's a, it's a little spicy. It's not even spicy. It's just, <laughs> Although I guess uh, we're talking about rum in this case, so maybe it might be a little spicy. Um, but uh, let, let's talk, let's talk uh, about this Michael B. Jordan situation. Um, look, long story short, Michael B. Jordan has this uh, rum that's coming out, um, and it's called uh, um, Juvet, right? 
and uh, apparently this is a term uh, from Trinidad and, and Tobago. Um, and uh, what it really is in reference to is uh, 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 it, it uh, I guess it originates, it's a, it's a French word, um, but it, it's, uh, um, Creole. yeah, it's, it's Creole, right? It's Creole, right? Yep. I have the right, uh, the term signals the start of carnival, uh, carnival. I don't know how to pronounce that, um, uh, in the Caribbean and is a cornerstone of tradition in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, so, uh, and and basically in the filings that he filed for the I guess the the copyright for this this the name of this they there's like a line in there that says this uh, uh no meaning in a foreign language uh is is uh, a line that was on the actual application um for for the trademark uh and so people obviously were a little heated especially people from Trinidad or in from you know uh, Trinidad and and um uh Tobago uh or, or trinidad and, and tobago but uh it, like if, if their families from trinidad and tobago but you know that maybe they're american yeah yeah whatever uh so i thought this was interesting because he got called out for cultural uh cultural cultural appropriation now the very first episode of this podcast we talked about um bruno mars and how people were saying that he was being uh that he was culturally appropriating now i personally found that silly um on a lot of levels uh but the thing that i always found interesting about cultural appropriation is that it always comes from the aspect of like so okay for instance right like the kardashians they're always being criticized for cultural appropriation basically same with everything they do um uh uh but the, the, you know kim will wear like dreadlocks or something like that or she'll have her hair in a twist or whatever and they'll be like cultural appropriation and i've always looked at that as strange right because you know there's there's a lot of black dudes running around right now with dreadlocks have no idea what culture that's from nor do they care <laughs> right and yeah. i've always thought that was interesting of like well why not have the same smoke for them right if because they don't know about the culture, they're not giving back to that culture. They're not giving back to, to Rastafarian culture. Like they're, they're like that's just a the only reason why you're okay with this because they're black. Like, <laughs> which is always like to me is like the 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 it's never really made like logical sense. Flash forward to now, start to make a little more sense with this one. All right, I'll I'll allow this if at least we're being consistent here. Okay, if we're gonna call out Kim Kardashian and them for all their fucking supposed cultural appropriation then you got to call this shit out as cultural appropriation and now we're balanced now now it makes sense yeah. you know now we're being consistent um and so you know it, it's like you know i think that there would be usually people come out and be like man what are you talking about this isn't cultural appropriation and i am not one of them i look look i i really don't and i'm look i'm not from trinidad and tobago so i look i i have no dog in the fight um, like that clearly doesn't offend me because I just heard of the word like five seconds ago. But um, but I'm I'm also not Trinidad and Tobago. No, no, no. Uh, Jove or Juve? Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh dated somebody from Trinidad and Tobago uh a, 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 a lifetime ago. Um, Look at you being all cultural. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that is that how somebody becomes cultural by dating somebody from Trinidad and Tobago? I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, if you say so. Um uh but uh but yeah, um 
so I it doesn't it doesn't offend me, but also I don't really get offended by things like this. You know, I I don't really get triggered too too often with things like this. Um, but I can see how people from Trinidad are like, whoa, 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 whoa! What the fuck are you trying to do? You're trying to patent our fucking? <laughs> this is a term that is for our shit, and you're trying to fucking you know uh, profit off of it, um, and so blatantly too. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I fuck with it. I think I think if you if you call the other shit out, you got to call this out too. No. Yeah, so so I I fully agree with you on that one. If you're gonna call out one side, you gotta call out the other side too. Um, I can't I can't speak a whole lot on cultural appropriation as like when it comes to just like my culture. Like I'm originally from Bosnia, so like ain't nobody like uh, <laughs> like no, nobody's, nobody's doing Slavic things and making money off of them. Like that's just not happening, you know. Bosnian. Exactly. Bosnian exactly uh, man like nobody's uh, doing that Bosnian style culture be more Bosnian that was my well, if somebody wanted to if, if somebody wanted to, to to bite some Bosnian clothing styles what what would that look like what would that be oh uh maybe a little bit of a mix between like any gangster Russian guy that you've seen in a tracksuit mixed with uh you know a little bit of uh spanish salsa you know like something like that <laughs> all right <laughs> clearly i don't hang out with enough bosnian Apparently, people to I, still know look, what I, they I'm not, uh i'm not bosnian like. even i can tell you that's not i don't think that's <laughs> i don't think that's right <laughs> i'm just going based off how my cousins on instagram look <laughs> i'm not bosnian that this does not sound correct all right <laughs> but look uh i i definitely understand where some people are coming from uh on this because the way I look at cultural appropriation is if, if you are actually a person who is living in that type of lifestyle, I don't think, you know, a whole lot of people can have a case to say, Oh, that's cultural appropriation. Like that is your lifestyle. You are living it. That is, you know, separate than what I consider, you know, cultural appropriation being, if you take aspects of that culture for the specific aspect of making money, off of you know that culture and you know not giving anything really back to it um i don't know the ins and outs of what michael b jordan and his you know company were thinking if they were just thinking oh this word looks good on you know a rum bottle like i don't know if it was just that and they just did not understand you know how this would come off oh no um, no, no. but you, but you're they, they definitely did i don't i don't think that they knew how it would come out like in terms of like the, clearly like they wouldn't have done it if they would have done this or one would think that they wouldn't have done it if if it caused this much reaction yeah. just because you also from a business perspective you don't want to fucking say something something just to have it not be named that thing <laughs> you know so you okay, don't want to so, so like, yeah although so, so I guess in, you're in that case free, like publicity from Press, this whole scenario yeah. um but uh but one would have to think that um they did they did know what the word meant they just didn't give a so, shit <laughs> they just didn't get it's like yeah whatever <laughs> fine well like, like so so yeah so like in, in that regard like you know if 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 michael b jordan did that, you know, with 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 his company and his people, and they just, you know, did not fully understand, you know, what kind of ramifications, you know, it would have in terms of cultural appropriation, and they go back and change it to something different, or they find some sort of way to give back to the actual community, to the culture, whatever it is. I like, I guess I'm fine. I like, yeah. I don't really have like a bone like in this, but like, I do know for a fact that when you're going to start taking from certain type of cultures around the world, especially when you're talking about like Caribbean cultures that like the, the dialect of Creole is like eight different languages. I'm 
exaggerating. It's like four, I think. Um, and, and, and that's because, you know, of their rich history of how many different types of people that they have had, you know, within their culture throughout their history. I mean, you talk about uh, Trinidad and Tobago being like right on the coast of like Guyana and Suriname and like, uh, what, I, don't, I don't think it's Venezuela that's there. Like, what, what's, what's the country that's like right next to them? Like, they have so many different cultures that are part of that. Like, you've got Asian cultures, African cultures, you know, uh, everybody from the Caribbean, like you've got uh, Hispanic cultures, like you need to really look at what you're doing when you're taking something from that specific culture, because it represents so many people and so many people clearly got pissed off. Yeah. You, know? I mean, well, that, you gotta that's be careful what, with this. That's what's so interesting about this is that I guess you're selling rum. So you're just like, hey, whatever, just name it some shit that some Caribbean people would fuck with, right? Uh, what's out there? Uh, Juve? All right. Just name it Juve, right? Like, uh, I'm sure they'll drink the shit. <laughs> they don't give a fuck, right? They're animals. So you just feed it to them, you know? Um, I'm sure that was their <laughs> train of thought is, is, is that people just wouldn't give a shit. Um, but, uh, but in reality, though, man, like, you gotta, like, yeah, you, you do you do have to like put some fucking thought into this in terms of like if something is not your fucking culture, you can't just fucking you can't just take it. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter if you're fucking Michael B Jordan or whoever, right? If something's not your culture, right? Um and and especially if you're profiting off of it. And to me that's always been the 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 one thing. If you're just doing something cuz you just fuck with it, like say um Michael B. He just had a sh- shirt made that was called Juve, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, or Juve, and he didn't like sell it or whatever. It's just he just fuck with it, right? I think that's cool, and I think he should be able to do something like that. But if he started to sell those fucking T-shirts for, you know, eighty nine ninety nine a pop, you know, on fucking, you know, uh, uh, on Amazon or some shit, then now we have a fucking problem. So if he if he would have been like yeah part of the proceeds from from this 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 rum is going to go towards something uh, to do with Trinidad and Tobago okay that's better it's not a complete solve but that's something better but when you're just like nah i'm just gonna name it that and and i'm just gonna pocket everything (laughs) yeah all right what the fuck dude (laughs) it's it's super it's super like difficult uh when you when you're i guess when you're trying to be a businessman and you know trying to tote the line but like they they really should have thought about this a little bit harder the word you know where they took it from obviously we just discussed but then like Rum is a fucking sugarcane product. Like, you know, that that's not like indigenous to like Jersey, you know, like, you know, majority of uh, the history of sugarcane came from like uh, islands, you know, in, in the Asian community. Um, and, and obviously in like the, you know, the, the Southern uh, South Americas and, you know, the Caribbean islands, like when, when you're putting a word that's associated with, you know, Caribbean culture, you know, on a product that is, you know, distilled from something that comes from that region, like, you better have some sort of connection to it, because you're about to start making money. Like, you need to think about these things a little bit better. I'd like, I, I don't mind it that that people are giving him, you know, the, the gas for this, because you do have to both sides it. I agree with you on the whole, uh, I, I think you and I discussed it once briefly too, the Bruno Mars cultural appropriation thing. I, I didn't think those people who are calling him out had much of a leg to stand on. Um, but in this case, I, I do think they did not think this through 
at all. They just saw the word. And we're like, this is going to look good on a brown bottle of rum. Like that's all they thought. Now, you know, what I could probably even guesstimate is that they thought that because it was Michael B. Jordan, they thought it would just slide. They thought it would be the same shit as yeah. like everything. Like I said, with like dreadlocks, right? They uh, he's black, right? It's fine. Right? Like if they if they had some fucking if David Schwimmer. Uh, was fucking trying to sell some rum <laughs> called Juve. They would have, they would have for sure been like, "Nah, this is not gonna fly, dude." Like, I can't, we can't. <laughs> what are we doing here? I sure hope um, so. But <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> they might still just force it to be like, "Man, fuck it." Like, let's roll the dice. Maybe no one will notice <laughs> that fucking David Ross Rachel collection, white ass. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> will they or won't they? That's that's the special edition. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the tag for the bottle. <laughs> will they or won't they? Juve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find out at Carnival. <laughs> um, uh, but they they, Ooh, they definitely man. were like, man, uh, Michael B's black. Everybody loves him, so fuck it. Let's just pull the trigger on it. Nobody's gonna say shit. And then people were like, nah, fuck that shit. And they were they were, they were, look. I think if we're being consistent here, they're right. Yeah, they shouldn't fuck with him. Yeah, uh, doing that shit. So yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, let us know in the comment section what you guys think about uh, this whole Michael B situation. Uh, wrong, right, indifferent? Let us know. Um, with that being said, uh, I think we'll go ahead and get out of here, man. I think we gave the people uh, a, a nice, decent, uh, cool 140, almost 145 uh, tonight. Uh, hey, these were good topics, man. Good topics. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, I think we will uh, go ahead and uh, wrap it up for tonight as usual. Um, if you listen to us uh, and you stuck with us to this to the very end of this podcast, then you fuck with us. Go ahead and display that by hitting that like button. Hit that subscribe button that share button uh and all that shit is that um uh yeah we will be back next week uh we've got some things popping on the horizon okay we got some things popping okay but until then ladies and gentlemen uh we will hit the very usual protocol fade out good night ladies and gentlemen enjoy your weekends <laughs>